When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. She tastes like cigarettes. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on My Talk 1071 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not tasting like cigarettes. Tastes like cigarettes. Ladies and gentlemen, Don McLean. Hey, boy, hey. Hey, boy, hey. And, and we over have the- Rob over there, too. Happy Good Friday. <laughs> Happy Friday. It's all right. From now on, Don, show meeting on the air. We'll keep it the same as when Alexis is here. You can okay. introduce Rob. Great. Show Hi, meeting. Rob. <laughs> morning, Hi. y'all. Morning. Oh, there we go. <laughs> We should just start all over again. Good morning, all of you, on this Friday, November 22nd, 2019. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to the weekend. Welcome to National Cranberry Relish Day. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. Coffee, coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell is your coffee? Don McClain. <laughs> Mine is delightful. It's decaf, uh, and Ooh. I'm using, of course, Donna Valentine. Well, the shared creamer. My week is next week for creamer, so. What? Do you know what flavor you're going to uh, provide, Don, of cream? Um, I already have purchased it. It is uh, Natural Bliss. And it is um, salted caramel. Mmm. Yeah. I have had that, Dawn, and it is delightful. Mm-hmm. It is delightful. Brother Rob, what are you enjoying this morning? Uh, my green tea is giving me that uh, little extra, thank God it's Friday, lift oh, today. Totally. <laughs> yes. Now, did you work overnight? Uh, I did. Yes. No! Okay. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> well, don't, okay. you can just get out of here today. Show meeting on the air. I'll do all Show the rest meeting of on the stuff. air. All right. Cool. Just Sounds get good. out of here. Get out of here. Get oh, out of here. She tastes like cigarettes. That's right, Forrest Gump. Uh, it is uh, coming up now on 605. Uh, how's everybody doing? Dawn, how you doing? I'm, d- I'm doing good. I feel like it's been sort of a long week. Um, I'm, I, I guess I've been trying to figure this out with MC, but we're extra tired. And we're not sure if we're fighting off anything, you know, some colds coming our way, or if it's just because it gets dark so early. You know, and it's like, whoa, you just, yeah. you know, we're feeling sleepy like it, 
a lot about an hour to an hour and a half earlier than usual. I am not enjoying, and Rob, I want to see if you agree. I am not, normally it doesn't bother me. Um, my friend Dawn, um, my friend, uh, uh, oh, my other friend Dawn, not Mitchell, Stevens here okay. at Fox 9, she has to have one of those lights because she doesn't like the, the dreariness. Happy so I always, light. Yeah, I always joke with her and tell her that it's a selfie light. And I'm like, girl, you're too beautiful. You don't need yeah. a selfie light. But anyway, normally this type of thing, the daylight saving time, doesn't bother me. It's bothering me this year. Mm, yeah. I, maybe that's a little bit of what it is. Yeah, it could for be. For you, maybe. Holly Roberts and I were talking yesterday about how I'm like, maybe I should buy a happy light. You can get them at Bed Bath and Beyond, beyond or beyond, Bed Bath beyond, and Bitches, beyond, as beyond, I call beyond. it. Um, oh, I love that. Bed Bath and Bitches. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think they're under $100. I could get one for the prep room, and then we could all, well, it wouldn't benefit you Share the light. whenever you come over here. You just turn mm-hmm. it on and sit in front of it for a while. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Again, it never bothers me. It never bothered me before. Now? It just, it, I, big eye roll. I'm like, oh my goodness. It's, I mean, we were eating dinner. Uh, we had a rare night at home uh, and we ate dinner together. And we're sitting there and we're watching, oh, which I can't wait to talk about later, um, Castle Rock. Yeah. Holy bejeebies. I'll just, I don't want to cheat the six o'clock, friends. Let me divert for just a second. Holy Mary Mother of Oprah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Um, if you are watching Castle Rock season two and you watched the current episode, you know you're nodding your head right now. I can see you. You know what I'm talking about. It's the origin episode of Annie Wilkes. Mm. You know, from Misery. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole season is really an origin tale of how Annie Wilkes became Annie Wilkes. I know that, Mr. Man. I'm not stupid, you know. I know. Um, but this particular episode goes back to when Annie Wilkes is a child. Normally, I don't, you know, I used to complain about this, Don, you know about this, about Walking Dead, when they would just concentrate, they would divert from the main plots and they would focus an entire episode on one particular character. Mm-hmm. I don't always love this, but this episode, oh, so it seems like she's scary even when she's a kid is what you're what uh, I'm reading from you without giving anything away. Uh, you 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 discover why she's scary. Oh. Um you discover oh and then she gets scary toward mm. the end of the episode Do you and feel gets like- and there's a twist. There's a twist at the end like the last scene that I did not see coming. Oh, great. Oh, this is this season of Castle Rock on Hulu. That's what we're talking about if you do, is fabulous. Mm-hmm. I can't say enough about it. Do you feel sorry for her? Do you feel empathy yes. for her? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you do until the thing mm-hmm. happens. <laughs> you do until you don't. But <laughs> you can kind of sort of understand Okay. Um, why she is the way she is a little bit. All right. But this is such a good season, everybody. Um, I, I have a friend who's watching season one. I'm like, girl, you can you can That's skip it me. if you want to. That's you. Well, yeah, you are too. <laughs> but I'm saying I have another friend, and you can skip it if you want to. But uh, I'm enjoying it though. I, I'm really oh, good, liking good. creepy Bill Skarsgård, who played it, of course, and a yeah. variety of other roles. Um, I'm also reading Stephen King books right now. I just finished The Shining. I'm working on Doctor Sleep, trying to get that done before it's out of theaters. Yeah. So uh, it's just like all 
I'm watching Castle you're, Rock. You, re- I mean, it's all Stephen King all the time for me. You are wrapped. You are wrapped in Stephen King right now. It's kind of nice because it's gloomy outside. It's perfect. Like to, it's nice to get scared. Well, maybe that's yeah. got something to do with the fact that you're tired all the time. Why? I'm reading oh, so good. much? Because it's, it's, it's draining you of a certain type of energy or it's, <gasps> in, it's inserting a type of energy into you, your oh, mindset. My mindset. Wow. It's, just, <laughs> it's hypnotizing me. Yes. Could be. <laughs> Steven, Cujo is hypnotizing you, Don. <laughs> that's right. Cu- Oh boy, she oh. is needs to calm down, as Taylor oh, Swift would say. You need to calm down. No, she. Oh gosh, and Lizzie Kaplan, I think that's her name from Mean Girls. Yeah, who plays younger Annie Wilkes in Castle Rock? Yeah. Oh, she better get an Emmy. That's all I'm going to say. But I needed that distraction sure yesterday because if Alexis was here, and I'm so sorry that before Lex took her maternity leave, I didn't grab this soundbite from her. But um, Alexis would say, Jason, don't engage. But I engaged last night again in social media, Dawn. No. I know. I think you need to be the gatekeeper. Uh, Not that a 45-year-old man needs a gatekeeper. But I think you need to pick up the mantle of reminding me to not engage. Now, this (laughs) this one I will say was more funny than anything, and I know a lot of my talkers saw my, my, my interaction. I was actually having fun with this one because it's so silly that even though I am, I'm a sensitive guy, this one was just more funny to me because of the simplicity of the comment. So I joke now that now I have um, three, or I'm sorry, I have four arenas where people can communicate with me on social media. I have uh, two fairy godfathers. I have the Jason show, Jason Alexis in the morning, and I have my, my new endeavor. So I have now four social medias where people, the public, or people can, you know, yell at me, which is fantastic. <laughs> you have to be um, four different people. <laughs> yeah, believe me, I had to resist on a on a uh, on a post from the new endeavor yesterday. Oh, I was no. I had to really resist myself. But anyway, if you go to that page, you'll see what I mean. But you anyway, should have somebody else running that for uh, you. We do, okay. but I saw the post and the. Uh, the this two posters posted these things like the size of a miniseries, and I had to resist. Anyway, but um, yesterday on the Jason Show uh, page, this this woman wrote very simply, and I just cracked up. She goes, "Please stop with the pinstripes," and it was, uh, "No, please stop with the pinstripe suit." Please, all in caps. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Oh, my. Now, I will point out she spelled suit S-U-I-T-E. So please stop <laughs> with the pinstripe suite. But anyway, so I'm like, when did I stay in a pinstripe suite? But anyway, and why were you there, lady? Why were you at my why were you in my pinstripe suite? <laughs> so I just simply replied from my, you know, I replied from my personal Facebook account. No. That's all I wrote. No. No. I love that. No. No, period. No, I won't. Because yesterday on the Jason Show, I wore a gray suit with a lavender pinstripe. And anybody that listened to our radio show a couple days ago knows the significance of lavender. Um, It's a signal to my my grandmother who passed in, um, in 98. So that's one of the first suits I bought from the King Brothers. So that one in particular means a lot to me. So when she said that, I thought, oh, I'm going to wear, I'm going to try to find another pinstripe suit before tomorrow. I'm going to wear pinstripe everything for the next week. But I just laughed. I was just like, oh, people, oh, people, 
I'm I'm glad that my pinstripe suit causes you that much angst. You. Wow, you must have had a bad day if that was if that turned the tide for you. Well, but. that's what. Yeah, well, that's what set her off. It's your fault. She had a yeah. bad day after that because of your it, suit. It just was so funny. I'm like, oh, people. I and I just thought to myself, oh, I just want you to be happy. Why Why are you letting my suit? This is what I thought. Why are you letting my suit? Like angrier, you know what I mean? Like, just, why are you letting my? Why are you letting my? You're giving my suit a lot of power, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I always wonder. Suit. You know, it's just it's like um, it takes energy to go. I don't like that, and then take it as far as to pick up your phone, open up, you know, Twitter, find you, type it out. Like seriously? Yeah. Now again, <laughs> you know, full disclosure because I know. Some of you may be thinking, well, Jason, you guys, you know, you talk about this outfit and that fit. Well, that's our job. I mean, it's a little bit different. I get paid to have yeah, commentary on pop culture. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I, that's uh, that's fortunately and unfortunately sometimes our job. But I it just I thought, oh, sweetie, I'm sorry that. My suit made you mad. I just, that's really what I thought. It was just, I don't know. Mm. So then I stopped engaging. I just, I'm like, okay, Alexis would be proud. I had to yeah, stop. Good. And again, I didn't engage on the post from the new project. I had to resist. Good Jason for you. Being, I didn't. I wanted to so bad, but I, I'm just like, Jason, it was actually during our show yesterday. It was a post from yesterday. I was like, just Jason, just let it. I heard, let it go in my head. Let it go, let it go. You can't change people's minds. Yeah. Oh, that's a good little verse there. Anyway, six fifteen. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, an unbelievable nine one one call after this. Turtle time. Thank you, Ramona. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis. In the morning, am I talking to seven one? Everything entertainment. Everything Real Housewives. I'm Jace with Dawn and Brother Rob. Coming up on six twenty two. Now, Don, Rob, mm-hmm. you both are you're incredible. One of the things I love about you and Rob, admittedly, I don't know you well. I hope to get to know you uh, better as the months go on. But Don, I know uh, one of the things I love about you. You're incredibly smart and uh, you have a good intellect. Oh, thank you. So, so when I would when if I if I ask you, Don, yeah. what's the what's the <laughs> primary what's the primary use for the nine one one system? You that, would say what, Don? You would say what? Oh well, it is an emergency system. Okay. If people okay. are in trouble, either okay. medically or uh, if there's a crime happening, it's a way for you to reach somebody for help. The police, emergency services. Okay. Yes. Um. So what? You're if I'm if I'm going to mirror back. Uh, thera- <laughs> my therapy sessions are helping even with the show. Great. If I'm mirroring mirroring back to you, Don, what you're telling me is the nine one one system. Is for emergencies only, right? Yes. I mean, simply put, simply yeah. put. I yeah. mean, yeah. There's no other. There's. It's not for jokes. It's not for somebody who's a little drunk mm-hmm. in an elevator, mm-hmm. like we learned yesterday with Second Chance Romance. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. No, uh-huh. it's the no. only four. And if you do that, it's actually a crime yeah. to misuse the 911 system. So I'm just going to connect the dots and say the 911 call you're getting ready to hear probably doesn't fit under under that umbrella that you described no what is it uh this is a a young lady in her 20s in new york i don't need to say anything more the tape speaks for itself Mm. i'm supposed to have a trip to union station the ride that was supposed to show up for me this morning did not and i don't know how you guys work with services in terms of that because i'm in a taxi right now but it's not going to get me to the station on time for um my train to board at 9 45 Okay, I'm sorry. So you're in a taxi cab and you think you're going to be late for your train ride at Union Station? Yeah. And so what would you like an officer to do? Uh, do you guys offer emergency ride services? An emergency ride service? No, I don't know how you guys operate. Well, I can assure you we don't do that. My apologies. Okay, so you can okay. you can call a cab or get in the cab and, and, and go to your appointment. Thank okay, you. you're welcome. Okay. Bye. Oh, my God. I mean, at least she was polite about it, but uh, good Lord. Are you kidding me? I... Oh, my apologies. Rob, okay. Rob, have you ever called 911 because you're going to be late uh, for your uh, for your light rail li- ride? Maybe? I didn't know it was an option. Oh. I, it never occurred to me. I didn't think 911 <laughs> offered emergency ride services, as the young lady said. What's weird about it is that she sounds like she's intelligent and well-spoken. Yes. You know, she's putting her sentence together, not like she was born in a hillbilly shack. <laughs> she's like, I need a ride, you know. Yeah. Can I get some of them rides from yous? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I laughed out loud. And kudos, that that employee, the, the 911 operator, deserves employee of the month for her restraint and her professionalism. <laughs> yeah, you know? it's true. She is a little snarky with it, but at least she didn't go, what? Well, I love her line. Well, I can tell you one thing. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> I can tell you one thing we don't do, and that's emergency ride services. Oh, God, I loved her. Oh. It sounded like she wanted to unload on her, but she knew she was being recorded, too. So yep. she couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Exactly, Rob. I thought, oh, she. there's so many things she oh, wants to say, but gosh. can't. Oh, boy. So I used to we... do ride-alongs with uh, some of my oh, cop friends. Right. And uh, I think uh, we one time had to go to a house. It was like the very first thing that we did. And it was a little kid who had called 911 because um, he wanted uh, some cookies. Now, his see, grandma that's wouldn't cute, give though. him any, and we had to go talk to him about how you can't do that. Well, now, see, that's cute, and that's a kid. <laughs> yeah. She's in her 20s. Yeah. It is coming up on 626. When we return, the big story of the day includes good news for daytime TV fans. Next. And now, a hilarious, and we use that term loosely, dad joke. That's a good one, dad. From Alexis. And this from listener Bree. How do you catch a unique cat? Unique up on it. And how do you catch a tame cat? 
same way, unique up on it. <laughs> this has been a dad joke. It's very funny, Dad. Hilarious. From Alexis. Well, all okay. right. Well, it's okay, then. I guess. I mean, you know. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to say. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. We take what we can, right, Don? We, just, <laughs> we take what we can. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming up on 632, Jason and Alexis in the morning. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything Joan Rivers. I'm Jace with Don and Rob on this Friday as we get ready to enjoy a, a fabulous weekend. Right now, though, grab that coffee or bottled water because we have stuff to tell you. Now the big deal. <laughs> it's time for. It's so big you wouldn't even believe it. This is huge news. What's so big about it? Everything. And I mean everything. So last week around this time, I had to deliver bad news. I had to tell you that the entire cast Hmm. of Days of Our Lives was released from their contracts. Well, about a week later, a week and some change, I'm here to tell you that Days of Our Lives has been renewed for another season. Oh, that's awesome. It's it's back. As Alexis would say, Days of Our <laughs> Lives is back, Dawn. Oh, man. It's back, girl. Just the threat that it might go away might get people to watch it now again. Yeah. I mean, there's always those hardcore fans that have been watching it all along. But honestly, I might start watching it. Just tune every now and then. Tune in just every now and then to see what's going on. Well, I mean, especially if y'all are listening... We could make a, a parallel to when little restaurants close, yeah. you know, in neighborhoods and people are like, why is it closing? <laughs> well, why is it closing? Did you go? Yeah, you didn't you go. Know, if, if you like these things, you got to support it. So Quit if you're Applebee's, that's right. If you're a casual days fan, you need to be a regular days fan if you want to support it. So you got to watch it. You got to watch it live. That's the thing. Watch it live. I always joke with people, I don't care if you watch The Price is Right or The View instead of my show, but watch me live and tape them. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but no, but seriously, just watch it every so often. But yeah, it's done. Now the the uh, Mr. Corday, the big wig behind Days of Our Lives, now he has to renegotiate to get everybody back. Now that's the thing, though, Don. Because now, all, you know, all the, the the only bad thing is all these actors are now going to be paid a little less. Yeah. Oh, you think so? I think so. Oh God, that's just wretched, isn't it? Yeah. They've worked well, their whole life and, yep. and been dedicated to the show, and then it's just like, sorry, everyone's sorry. getting screwed at the same time. I always like that answer that that uh, management will give you, no matter what job you're working at. Nobody's making any more money. Everyone's screwed. Yeah. Oh, that makes me feel to- <laughs> like just okay. Well, loads better, loads. So this is going to be its fifty sixth season. Wow, fifty sixth. Wow. It's one of the rare shows that's younger. That's about the same age as B. Arthur. About the same age as B. Arthur, right there. Fifty six. That's tremendous. Wow. And and the that's- reality shows have kind of killed soap operas. You feel like I think I you do. brought that's that up when we talked. I did. Yeah. I do. I did, and I I did, and I do because you do do. <laughs> I do do because we we don't even we don't need scripted drama anymore. We have crazier drama on the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Yeah. We have real drama. I mean, and the 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 
further irony is the Real Housewives franchise was created as a result of a nighttime soap opera, Desperate Housewives. Bravo executives saw the success of Desperate Housewives on ABC's uh, ABC's uh, ABC in the mid 2000s. It debuted in, debuted in 2004. And they saw the success of that and then did Orange County. And then as Ramona states, and she's she's right, even though Orange County came first, the the franchise really exploded with the addition of New York. Look, no offense to the Orange County ladies, they were first. Mm-hmm. But Ramona's right. Ramona's nutters, but she's not crazy hair. Yeah. She's right. The Real Housewives of New York, that's when I started watching. Mm-hmm. And I it's, it's still my favorite. But anyway, I, I really do think these rea- like Southern Charm. I have my my best friend Jen and my uh my other uh, BFF, Lisa Lacosier. <laughs> they are both obsessed with Southern Charm. Oh, really? I have have never watched it. Jen swears by it. (laughs) Oh, no. And then she they had a drunken afternoon at her house. And then she got Lisa La Corsier. She got Lisa watching it. (laughs) And now Lisa is obsessed with Southern Charm. I have never watched it. Jen keeps telling me that I would love it. But I, I, you haven't watched it, have you? No, done? I have not. You know, I've been binging less TV since I, I know, I'm in a yeah. relationship. Yeah, he doesn't really binge <sighs> TV. He can only handle one or two at a time. I get it. He's not one of those guys that can sit there for eight hours and watch things. He gets too antsy. How dare you be more active, Dawn? How <laughs> dare you? Well, I mean, my job is to I'm watch kidding. TV, so there is yeah. part of me that's like, oh God, okay, kind of have to. Oh, yeah, Rob, but, yeah. Rob, do you watch any? Reality shows? I don't know this about you. You might hate this about me, but I don't even own a television. Oh, no. And what? I don't stream. Part of it, part of the big reason is that um, I spent so much time in my career in front of a computer. Yeah. I get it. And a lot of that time uh, programming music specifically. Yeah. That the last thing I want to do when I go home is get in front of a computer a or another video screen. Oh, my God. I get it. Right. The cobbler's do? kid has no shoes. The accountant can't balance his checkbook. I get that. I get that concept. Yeah. What do you do? What do I do? Oh, I uh, I get some. I watch YouTube some. I see clips and highlights of okay. a lot of things. Yeah. I see condensed versions of whether it's TV shows or sports or whatever. But I do read a lot too. Okay. Well, that's good. You can fill the book quotient uh, on the show because mm-hmm. we, we don't have time. We lost for... our uh, attention Please. span. I mean, yeah. I, this is the first. Uh, the Shining was the first book I read all year. I think. And I always joke, Super Fudge was the last book that I read, but no. But it's no, a, I get that reaction a lot when people say, when I tell people that I don't own a television, they say, what do you do? Yeah, <laughs> I know, that yeah. is, I, I get it though, I, I admire you. I, I, I laugh, the, the last book I really did read was the Bob Iger book, but that was audiobook. Do you count that? Can I ask that? No, it's do reading? You, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're consuming and it's just, don't feel guilty about that. I mean, okay. I've definitely listened to um, audiobooks. So in the last year, I just haven't picked them up and read them. Yeah, I, 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 but I would still consider Rob. I mean, as an avid reader, if I consume an audiobook, I can say that I've consumed that book. Right? I've Absolutely. read that book. Some okay. people prefer to um, ingest a book that way. I have a sister like that. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. I was not that I needed validation for my book reading, but I just, you know. We don't need any more guilt in our life. Let's just eliminate that. We don't have to feel guilty for that. 
I, it's funny. I, yesterday, I, w- I had a therapy session yesterday. And it's funny that you said that because yesterday's session was all about <laughs> uh, releasing self-imposed guilt on myself. Yes, I love Seriously. that topic. Yeah, yeah. It was, I, I, you know, and I'll give you a real quick example. Last Saturday, um, I was at my other job all day long as I will be this Saturday. You know, mm-hmm. when you want something new, it takes a lot of effort. Anyway, and poor Carl, I, you know, I didn't properly communicate specifically. You know where I'm going with this. Yeah. I didn't properly communicate to Carl that I would be gone literally all day. So he's kind of looking at me. It was almost like I was leaving Dexter or Mr. Big or a kid. <laughs> I look at Colin and I'm like, bye. He's like, oh. And he was almost like a droid, like a robot that kind of had misfired because <laughs> it was like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Because we admittedly, we have routines on Saturday. I mean, we have a, you know, in the fall and winter, we go to the Mall of America. We yes. see our friend Jonathan. In all fairness <laughs> to Colin. But the look that he gave me, I interpreted that as he was upset or whatever. And I held guilt. I was I was feeling guilty at work and I looked at the therapist and I was like, what is that? I go, is it Colin? Is it me? And she goes, it's you. She goes, it's you. She goes, he didn't say anything. You are putting that guilt on yourself. He is a grown ass man who can program his own day. So it's nothing about Colin. It's about you. It was revelatory. It was a really good session. It was a great session, actually. And I had to, I had to realize, and I, not just with Kyle, I was going through Dawn and thinking, where other, where are the other places where I have self-imposed guilt? Can I you blame I mean? also um, the, uh, the whole, um, I don't want to call it Minnesota nice. What is it? Passive aggressive behavior that people have. They don't really speak their mind. And so oh, we're, yeah. we're led to go, I have to now figure out some kind of clues or, you know, we have to yes. read people. And then you sort of get in that mode where you're trying to figure out what people think. And yep. you can get caught in that. I mean, I do that. I'll think about like Amy uh, B. Arthur can say something to me that I take completely the wrong way. And then I yep. sit there all day thinking and about it. And you internalize it. it. Yeah. She's yeah. the reason why I have to go to therapy. Yeah, well, she's she's the reason. <laughs> no, just she's half the reason I'm in therapy. Yeah. <laughs> B. Arthur and my, B. Arthur and my childhood, right there. My oh. daddy issues. That's right, my oh. daddy issues. But uh, no, it was fat. Oh, you know what? Yeah. That's you know. I bet your dad did the same thing. Have you thought about that? Like, did he give you verbal? He didn't. Did he give you little passive aggressive no. cues? No, my dad gave me very few cues. Um, oh. You know, my dad, uh, like I, I always joke, it's not exactly the truth, but it's um, it's a, I, I deal with most things with humor. I always joke that in my entire life, I've had two dozen conversations, I had two dozen conversations with my father, um, full-fledged conversations. That's not exactly the truth, but I will tell you, substantive conversations I, it's it's definitely not more than 50. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. In my entire life, and my dad didn't pass away until I was 26. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and my dad and my mom were married until I was 22. Mm. So it's not like my dad was, you know, abandoned me, but we just did not communicate. My dad, as I've been very open about, I, my dad was very embarrassed of me and very um, kind of shunned me mm-hmm. because I, and my theory is, 
I think he was gay mm-hmm. and I was a mirror, an uncomfortable mirror in his face that he did not want to deal with because I was a weird kid. I was an odd kid. So he was embarrassed of me and I felt that as a kid. I felt it every day of my life. And he wasn't saying it. He was showing you. He was very uh, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think I carry that. That's mm-hmm. in my that's in my backpack of loveliness. You oh, know what I mean? Sure, We all have an we old all... backpacks, don't we? We just Cora. keep piling them on, too. I am Dora the Gay Explorer, man. My backpack is You big can and, go anywhere with your backpacks. Right. I need a damn monkey, though, to help me because it's a heavy backpack. Yeah. It is uh, 644. We're gonna, oh, you know what? Let's do a giveaway, Rob. Let's yeah. do this right now for our 6 o'clock friends because right. y- y'all listening, we don't, all, we don't always do 6 o'clock uh, giveaways. Right. We're going to do one right now because we love you. Rob, what do we have for, uh, for our 6 o'clock friends? We have a night out on the town at the Ordway. A pair of tickets to the musical phenomenon, 6. This is for the Tuesday, December 3rd performance, 7.30 at the Ordway. The wives of Henry VIII join forces for an electrifying pop concert spectacle. It shines the spotlight on these six women as never before. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Rob is standing by. We're looking for caller number seven. But right now we're looking for a commercial. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Everything baby Yoda. I'm Jace with Dawn and brother Rob. Dawn is going to tell you something about Kanye West, which is going to make you go, what? <laughs> oh my gosh. In just a second. But I just have to comment because uh, we just ran the Donna and Steve promo where Steve and Ryan were talking about whether Donna should watch The Mandalorian on uh, Disney Plus because like myself, Steve, and it sounds like Ryan, I didn't know if Ryan had watched it, Steve is loving The Mandalorian and specifically Baby Yoda. Now, I I come with good nerd news. Mm. I figure I'm going to spread the love, Dawn, because I delivered good daytime TV news with the fact that Days of Our Lives has has been renewed Mm -hmm. because, you know, people thought it was going to be canceled. I now come, Dawn, Quickly, before we get to Connie, I, I bring you, Dawn, good nerd news. Yes. I heard on CNBC yesterday, my buddy, my business idol, Bob Iger, big wig of the Walt Disney Company, told CNBC that Baby Yoda merchandise <laughs> will be available in time for the in time for Christmas. Oh, happy I am. Uh <laughs> Credit card oh. will be spent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So you're going right after Christmas. You're leaving Christmas Day. Right? I'm leaving Chris. I'm working my butt off until Christmas Day. And I said, and I'm going to get on that plane and leave me alone. You will. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I, I will. Uh, I, uh, yes. So and are I'm these going to be available online or do I have to just give you money to just, get me something? I don't know. I may have to fly you in, Don. I, oh. I may have to. I may have to tell the tell your man friend. I may just have to fly you in for a couple of days so you and I can just shop uh, at Star Wars Land. But um, uh, no, all kidding aside, it'll be available in the parks and I think in regular stores too. Baby Yoda merchandise. Gosh, well if it yeah. is, I need to give you some cash to get something okay. for my daughter because she's also Done. obsessed. Yeah. My first choice would be a little puppet. A little puppet. Done. 
Yeah. Because I want to little pretend that it's real and talk to it. I'll be honest with Me you. Me too. I, would take I want it to be my and friend. Cradle it like a baby and then yeah. talk to the baby Yoda. It's so good. What's Kanye West doing? <laughs> oh, well, um, he does oh, everything. You know, his yeah. new venture is that he has uh, really turned to Christ, which is great for him. You know, he does yeah. his Sunday service, which has turned into like a tour that goes around. Most recently was on the Joel Osteen show, that big mega church in Houston, Texas. Um, well, now, randomly, at the Hollywood Bowl on Sunday, his opera will be opening. That's I'm sorry, right. his what? His opera. Okay, so he can, he's a songwriter, he's a rapper, he's a singer, public speaker, producer, fashion designer, and now he can add opera composer to his resume. He has created an opera called Nebuchadnezzar, which, if you're not bible <laughs> Yeah, I'm not bible okay. can you help me sincerely? Yeah, uh, King Nebuchadnezzar, um, it has to do, it, it goes way back to this, he's a real king in 6th century BC, um, it's a biblical story of... Uh, this Babylonian king from the book of Daniel. Um, and it's just a tale of uh, Nebuchadnezzar who conquers Jerusalem. He enlists Daniel as his servant and eventually descends into madness, which kind of sounds like Kanye. <laughs> um, so basically, he has a lot of people on board to help him with this. His Sunday service squad is going to take the stage. They're going to be the singers. Also an indie band called Infinity Song. Um, it's a mix of opera, fine art, modern dance, and gospel music. He also has a woman who is a uh, uh, Vanessa Beecroft. She's worked with him for quite a while, since 2008. She's a performance artist. Um, so, I mean, this is incredible. It's like he just can't stop creating. Um, and I, I don't want to... Yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, 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 please. No, I, I know that, you know, he is a he is diagnosed with bipolar disorder and um they go through cycles of mania and where they stay up for days you know there are two different kinds of bipolar disorder and you can look that up on your own there's bipolar one and bipolar two he seems to have symptoms of bipolar one where he goes into a lot of um mania for for days and where he'll like stay up all night and want to create and it's just like a flood of ideas that are like unstoppable and you can't sleep and all that kind of stuff. That's what he, I mean, it's classic <laughs> bipolar disorder with somebody who has the platform and the tools and the notoriety and the fame to actually follow through with their creations. You know, it's almost a really interesting look at this disorder and how the people who don't have all this money and fame and connections they really suffer because they're just trying to go work at Costco, you yeah. know, or whatever, and they have no outlet for this. So it's just, an, for me, it's a very interesting look. Uh, you know, in my extended family, I do have somebody with bipolar disorder, so I've had experience in dealing with this individual. It can be very dis- self-destructive at times, and I know we've seen Kanye be self-destructive. So, you know, it's just... Oh, <laughs> but I, at least he's using it for good and creating things. I, I think it's I don't know. I'm also fascinated. Obviously, we have to go. But yeah, I'll bring it up. We'll talk about it later. Okay. I'm fascinated when people turn in a large way to religion. 
You know oh, what I mean? Sure, like, yeah. I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm curious. I'm fascinated with what's the catalyst for that? Mm-hmm. Is it a sense of mortality? Is it, a, you know what I mean? It's yeah. interesting to me. Anyway, we're going to take a break. We'll be back after these words.